on FT Live, the all-star Andres Jimenez joining us uh, from the Cleveland Guardians. Andres, good to see you, man. It's been a minute. How you doing? How's the team doing? Yeah, it's been a, it's been a long time. What's up, guys? Yeah. How you guys it's been, been a minute. Good? Yeah, we're good, dude. And obviously, I know you guys are in a little bit of a tough spot right now in the division. You're not out of it, but it, it's becoming a little more difficult. So with about a month left to go in the season, how do you guys keep spirits high in the clubhouse and focus on kind of putting together the best um, results that you can on the field? Because now, I mean, you know, you're not a rookie. Like, you've been around for a few seasons. You know how to deal with the ups and the downs, right? You've had a lot of success last year, and you've also been on teams that were not winning as much as they should. Yeah, obviously, like you say, I have the opportunity uh, to be in, you know, in ups and downs, you know, during my short career. But, you know, it's a different group now, a uh, younger group. Uh, too many young guys, but we had some veterans that they really helping us, the young guys in the clubhouse, and we keep positive. We we still believe that we can do a good teams, and you know we are facing good teams. Um, you know now in Toronto, and next week we have Minnesota, so really important games for us. Yeah, you guys got to keep playing for sure. But you just yeah. said. We have some young guys in the clubhouse. Do you remember that you aren't quite, you're not quite 25 years old and you're calling other guys young guys? Yeah, they're 21, 22, so <laughs> I feel like they're younger than me. Which, by the way, your birthday's coming up, so happy birthday. We probably won't Thank see you it before When's that. When's birthday? September 4th. Yeah. Oh, nice. Thank you. Yeah. yeah. You, look, you, look, you look a lot older. You look a lot older. You got a baby face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm right. getting old. Maybe <laughs> You're getting old. Maybe, maybe a little yeah, barba. Yeah. Maybe a little bigote. See. <laughs> hey, show them uh, your stance. Show them your stance. How is it? Okay, es We haven't had you on since Jose. We have, we have to. We have to have Laura about the about the Trumpy Trumpy. Yeah, about the Trumpy Trumpy. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Trumpy Trumpy. It's just like. It's like slap. What is the exact word? What is like the translation? Trumpy Trumpy is just like throwing punches, basically. That's the right oh. definition of it. It's like, I think it's just like basic slang, like baseball slang. They'd be like, yeah. hey, papi, do it Trumpy Trumpy? Oh, no. Trumpy Trumpy? You know, it's just like, like it's not <laughs> yeah. a direct translation of a word. But exactly. What, what it's not see? like a exactly translation of that word. Right. That's what it, it means. It translates in English to. Trompy, trompy. Throwing haymakers. It translates to boxing. Yeah. So your team won the match, won the boxing match. <laughs> um, Jose, and we've talked about him with you in the past, is a superstar in the sport. He's a great dude. He's accountable. He leads by example. What did you think of that whole situation? First off, Tim Anderson at kind of you know, slapped the tag on and Jose said he didn't like the way that he plays the game. So you're on the team too. And there'd been a lot building up between uh, your team and the White Sox. Did you feel like he was disrespecting the game? Like Tim Anderson was being say too aggressive on his tags and he was, he was talking smack. He was talking shit with some of the 21 year olds on your team that Arias. you're talking about yeah. that aren't used to even being on a big league field, let alone, you know, going back and forth with a guy who, you know, they don't know too well. Yeah, uh, it was crazy. First of all, I was running at second. So when he, when Jose hit the double, 
I, I was the guy who scored the run. So basically I was coming into the dugout when I saw everyone, you know, running over there. When I get there, everything just happened. But I think he was mad because, you know, the, the night before, uh, Rocchio, who, who's one of the young stars on the team, uh, almost get to the base and with the tag, um, he feel like he pushed a little bit his foot and, you know, they, they overturned the call. So that was like the main thing over there. Yeah, for sure. And so then we're looking at the... Uh... We're watching... Oh, yeah. How long did <laughs> see, yeah, I was, I was how often have you seen this? <laughs> I mean, oh. I just had the opportunity to watch it on the replay because I was running and and everything was over when I get there. And what did you do when you got there? Nothing. Basically, try to <laughs> you know get the guys because you know nothing good happened when when we have like a fight like that. You know, guys can get hurt or, you know, everything. I tried to separate. And Halsey, at the end, he was trying to separate as well. Like, we don't want that kind of stuff. Well, if yeah. someone did that, because the unique part to me was that Tim, like, squared up as if we were about to go, you know, 10 rounds and everyone was just going to kind of crowd around and be like, let's go. You know, like, <laughs> I was just at an MMF fight the other day. I was like, is this, is this happening where it's, like, actually a, a coordinated event? Would you have reacted the same way as Jose if somebody was talking to you and then actually squared up and you had to defend yourself, which is really what Jose had to do. It's like, yeah. I get it, Jose. And you know, I've watched Jose for years. He doesn't get kicked out of games. He doesn't talk smack with other players. I think, I like, think it was right? his first time. I think it was his yeah. first time. And uh, he wasn't happy about it. He's not happy with, with, with what happened. But uh, he feel like he needs to do it for the team and for the youngest guys. So I don't know how to, how I would react if it was me. But uh, I think he do, you know, the appropriate thing for the team. You ever been in a fight? Like in like... Yeah. Little yeah, yeah. In 20, 2021, I just get to trade to Cleveland. And uh, we have like a little altercation with uh, Eaton, I think. Eaton, yeah, he was with the White Sox, so... Oh, Adam Eaton. Yeah, Adam Eaton. So we had a play at second, and he, he was he was mad because he he think I pushed him out of the base, but it wasn't like that, so... Actually, kind of similar situation. Kind of similar. Yeah, yeah. In the yeah, same in the, teams. In the same team, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and just the only thing is, you know, Adam Eaton, just like Jose Ramirez, just never got involved in anything. Yeah, I'm being no, sarcastic. Yeah, 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 he, <laughs> he, he got a lot of stuff. Yeah, oh, he did. He, he apologized next, next, uh, next, next series because That's he awesome. he was he he feel like he he wasn't feeling right that day and he didn't act like he should be. I respect that. I did yeah. point out afterward that you know Jose apologized and and Tim Anderson eventually apologized publicly. Most of the hosts on our show and obviously everyone besides me has played in major league baseball. We're like, why do you have to apologize? Like it, it happened. Tim kind of started it right to square up to fight. At least do you feel like players need to apologize if they in a fight? Cause also, you know, players get kicked out of games after the game. They don't usually go like, I'm sorry for my actions. And I'm not, I got yeah. kicked out of the second inning. I'm like, I don't care. You don't need to apologize. Like it's between the lines. It's a fight. It's not, you know, a criminal case. It happened. 
It's over? Yeah, Let's if it happens, rolling. it happens, and, and it's over. I feel yeah. like if it happens, it happens for a reason, and and that's it, you know. But the most important thing for me is that that kind of stuff has to stay on the field. Yep, agreed. Like, it, yeah. when it happens, it's, it's already over. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. It's, it's already over. Yeah, nothing else. You don't want to see anybody coming over to the other team's clubhouse with a bat <laughs> and it's crazy that? like that i've seen it but that's oh for another gosh. story that was yeah, with the you, maybe see, that was... you maybe see more that that i can do <laughs> yeah no no we yeah we'll get into that another time okay. but yeah yeah <laughs> es, es todo solidifico como lider for jose does this solidify him as the leader or he didn't need to he didn't need to stand up for everybody no i feel like he feel like he has to, to you know, to lead the team in that way because um, he wasn't happy with with the play the night before. So I feel like he he wanted to lead lead us on that way, and for us as a young guys, you know, look at him as a as a leader. It's it's kind of like good message for us. Like a, he respect the game, he respect the team, and you know, we're with him. And he's a quiet leader too. He's, he's not super outspoken, right? Like what to is us. To, to what to the media outside the team? Right, right. What it, what is his personality? You've gotten to play with him for a while. Every teammate always says the best things about him. Yeah, he's really quiet. He don't talk too much. Honestly, he's really over focused on his game on his preparation. Uh, he's a guy like he's I don't know. He he just really focused on on his team on his preparation that. Uh, you don't want to talk to him right before the game or even on the game because he's really hyper-focused on, on what he's doing. That's why so, he's so good. And, and so who's the opposite of that? Like, is there someone either on your current team or that you've played with in the past where after a situation like that, they'd run in the clubhouse and be like roaring like a tiger or something <laughs> like that? Like, let's go. <laughs> oh, yeah. There is a couple of games. I don't want to say names, but after after <laughs> – after that situation happened, they were, you know, they, they love those kind of stuff. <laughs> you don't want to tell us names? You don't want to tell us even like like a hint of somebody who was like, because sometimes I know as a player, if you're in that situation, it is hard to come down from it. Like you yeah, can't yeah. just like, so was there anybody who was just like, I feel like I, I could see Josh Naylor just like pacing through the <laughs> dugout. Like, He's got Bo like, in there now too, though. Yeah, but Bo seems, Bo seems way more chill. He seems yeah, like yeah. he is – he's really way chill. more chill. But but Josh seems like he is like a – he seems like he's just like a toro, like a bull just – Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's he Like he takes a lot of pride of being on the team, you know. He can – he do everything for the team, basically anything. He's the energy. Yeah. He brings. He brings. He brings the energy every day to the to the dugout. And so that's good. And anyway, oh yeah. yeah. All right. So another guy that brings energy, that brings actually a great line after this whole situation we're talking about is your manager Terry Francona. Our player hosts know him very well for many years, and we heard his comments two days ago, kind of saying, "Hey, I'm not sure how much time I have." left as a manager, this this really could be it for him. In my mind, reading between the lines, it, it did sound like that. I know 
you know, you're still playing with un, under your manager. But I thought it was interesting to hear him say, like, even if he was calling it a career, he's like, I don't want to make it about me. Like, I don't want the last six weeks even of our season to be everybody, you know, cheering for me and maybe giving me gifts and asking me questions. So he wants the last six weeks, even if this is it for him to be about the players. Like, what, what did you think of, of those comments from him? And now you've gotten to spend some time playing for someone like Tito. Um, do you appreciate how good he is as a skipper? Because you've really only, I think you've played for two big league skippers now, no, right? Three years, three years with him. Under three years with him. How many, how many managers have you played under? Because you played, who'd you have with the Mets? Was it Rojas? Oh, yeah, Probably. yeah. Only two managers. Yeah, Rojas yeah. in 2020 and Tito last three years. Got it. So, yeah, tell us about what you think with, with Tito and how good he is at his, at his job and also the possibility that this could be the last time for your team to soak up all of the yeah. knowledge and the winning attitude and just the great guy that he is to have leading an organization. Uh-oh. That's Tito calling. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, give us your thoughts on Tito. Yeah, I feel like he's what he say to the media, he says a lot about him. He don't want to make, you know, about him um knowing that we are in the fight for the division. And I I don't have to say anything about Tito. Just great teams, man. He's great manager. He gives us a lot of confidence for the young guys to come here you know, get our preparation and play the, the game in the right way. I feel like everything, I mean, I played with him the last three years and the thing that I'm going to keep with me is just the hustle, the emphasis and the, you know, the the focus that he put on, on the hustle, on the running, you know, and play the game in the right way. I feel like that's the, that's the message that I'm going to keep with me my whole career. And how he's as a person, man. He he's been great with us. He's been humble, and just a great manager for me. It's like a it's gonna be a hall of fame for sure, manager hall of fame. And I'm gonna keep his. I want uh, a baseball with his sign, his signature, and keep it on my on my office. <laughs> you want you want him to sign a baseball, or do you want him to sign yeah. like some like some gum? Whatever. Maybe his, maybe maybe a maybe his gum. His gum, his gum <laughs> container that he always has all his yeah. unwrapped gum in. Tito always yeah, has. Yeah, sign that for me, please. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you need. You need Tito to sign that. You're going to be here for seven more, eight more years. You might end your career with Cleveland. Who do you want to be the next manager? Who Sandy? I want? Oh my God, I don't know. For me, if if I have to pick, I will I will say Tito. <laughs> yeah. Okay. okay. Well, that's Tito. good. Yeah. Well, then on that front, Andres, being that he said that and he has gone through many health issues and he's been able to overcome them to be able to still be managing the team. I know he's had to take time off in the past. Yeah, he's, he's, that, been, he's been yeah. putting a lot of a lot of work, a lot of effort just to be able to to be the whole season. Uh, we yeah. got a situation in 2021, I think, that he have to, you know, take his help first yeah. do you think that anybody on your team will be going into the manager's office and say hey can i talk you into one more season right because you know the guys <laughs> like what they have right now and that's happened many times before that's happened with players too that have we had one guy who was it i think it was billy wagner we had on the show once and he said that 
he was like, this is my final year. And then like the team starts trying to talk him into totally not stopping. So do you think that anyone on the team that's been around him, like a player will be like, Tito, no, don't go. I, I don't feel like players realize that he's maybe his last year. Uh, that's what I feel like. And we are so focused on, on our team. The thing is that he, he's not making, you know, he his situation appears on the media or make it by himself, you know. He's trying to just keep us focused on the game and on the team first, and then what happens, happens. But I feel like, you know, as a, as a great manager that he is, he's just focused on the team. He's not focused on, on his teams, you know. Now that Rosario's gone, how soon is it going to be until you slide over to shortstop? I don't know, man. I'm getting old, like you said before. Oh, come on. No, 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 no. You're too old for shortstop? Come on. I, may be, I don't know. I maybe forget about it. I maybe you forget how to play? I don't know how to play shortstop. Have you been at second base long enough now that you're like – I'm good here. Like, I really like second base. <laughs> I mean, I really like second base, but I really like shortstop. So I just take pr a lot of pride of my de of play defense. It's just fun for me to play defense. You know, I had the opportunity to be in the shortstop on WBC, and I was kind of like, mm, if I want to play shortstop again, I have to, you know, be on the whole offseason working for it's not it's not an easy thing to play second and then play short short step. How much how much work is that? Take us through that because there's been some other players that yeah. have left organizations. They were playing shortstop. I try to explain it from a catcher's point of view, but a big league shortstop is way different than a guy who can play shortstop every every other day or like twice a week. How much of a difference is that? Yeah, it's different. It's totally different. Uh, moving from shortstop to second, that second from short. Because in seconds, you have to, to chance just to stop the ball and then make a good throw. On shortstop, you cannot stop moving. You know, you have yeah. to be on rhythm the whole time because it's longer distance. And is that and is that what you would work on in the offseason? That rhythm and that... Yeah, like... I mean, if, if the opportunity is there and, you know, and I want to do it, I have to put a lot of work in the offseason on that, on getting my rhythm back from shortstop to first. And it's, it needs a longer throw every single time. So prepare my arm for those, you know, for, for those throws and just get my rhythm back. And I feel so, like the games, the games are going to give you that. Yeah, so you'll get enough reps in. But now yeah, is exactly. the real answer because you said you were kind of nervioso. Is the real answer because you kind of got a little bit fatter at second base, or are you, <laughs> or are you fine? Because now you want to hit for power. Some guys move off a of shortstop and they're like, "Ah, mucho comido, gracias." <laughs> I don't know. I, I eat a lot. I honestly eat a lot. <laughs> but my weight, my weight is the same. So yeah, because you're not viejo, man. Because you're a freaking bambino. <laughs> Yeah, 24, maybe 25 next year. next week yep. is going to be 25 but So but yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah. I I play I play whatever help the team if you know the team comes to me and tell me like hey, I feel like the best fit for the team is going to be you playing in shortstop. 
I prepare myself to do it. If they say it's gonna be better for the team playing at second, I play second. So if the team comes up to you and says, you're signed for a long time, you're one of our vets, we love you, you're having a great second half, what do you wanna do? Like, should we prepare you know, our next young guy coming up to be a shortstop? Because I know Cleveland's got a lot of really yeah, good it, it's just too. It's just, for me, it just depends what's the best fit for the team because I know they have so many great talent, young talent. And they told me, like, hey, the best fit for me, for the team, is going to be you playing at short because we have, a, you know, a great guy at second or, or something like that. I will obviously take the opportunity. But, okay, but I, I will... I will I will take uh, my 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 off season preparing myself to do it. Prep for shortstop. Yeah, exactly. If yeah. they come to me and say like, "Hey, the best fit for the team is you playing at short," I'm gonna take my off my off season and prepare myself to play shortstop. It just depends what the best fit is for the team, because I, like I understand it. they have so many great young guys here. Yeah, you got a lot of good middle infielders in that. Oh my system. god! So yeah, you yeah. know, right? And they they great. They can hit for power. They can play great defense. They got a great arms, and I don't know. Yeah. We have we have a, a lot of young guys here. They're That's, not you. They're not you. Though, yeah, they're not you. You're, they're not you. They're doing it in the minors. You're the jefe they're not you now. Yet. Yeah, you're the jefe. <laughs> WBC, Venezolano. You got the suite. You got the suite in the hotel room. Lo siento, malo, malo uh -huh. <laughs> Hey, Andres, I got one more for you. So I don't think we've had you on since the trade deadline. Ahmed Rosario is a friend of yours. Obviously, he was your double play partner. Did a great year yeah. last year. He, he'll be the first to say, like, this year wasn't as good for him. Um, what were your feelings and emotions when he got traded to the Dodgers to be part of that team now? I know you were close with him. I know he was a, a vocal guy, a big team leader, and that him and Jose Ramirez were really tight too, right? Yeah. They they were a good they are a good friend good friends I think still um they, we just saw him in the last series Dodgers were at home and he was weird man saw him with another uniform because I only been with him the whole time my whole big league career I was with him I was with him in the Mets with the Mets and we got trade together we got trade together so it's kind of like it was like a weird situation. But I'm not happy for him to to have um, you know another opportunity on the big league club, and he's doing really good. And now he's playing second. I saw him playing second the other day against us. Because he wants to he, be like you. <laughs> no, no, no. He got <laughs> he got his own talents. But uh, it was weird. Uh, I think the trade when the trade happened, we were we were in the airplane waiting for. And we couldn't see him more anymore. Wait, you were in the airplane? You were like on yeah, the team we plane? Yeah, Did we he were. Did have to we get off? Waiting. No, I think he he never he never go to the airplane. Oh, okay. okay. So you got to the team plane. You guys are on the. I mean, when did you realize like uh, we're missing? One of our starters. Donde está Ahmed? Hola. Yeah. You know, hey. those, those early games, you have to play the game, take a shower, and just pack everything, you know? And, and the airplane was, you know, the departure, and I was like, someone is not here. What happened someone. with Ahmed? And uh, they were like, we don't know, we don't know. 
when we land, they they give you the the news. Ah, were you worried yeah, for a sec? Day, like, is he okay? Or did next day was Sibali, and next day was just Bill. Right, right. No more key. So, did you get to say bye to him? Did you get to give him a hug, or did you wait until you guys played against him? Yeah, with Sibali, we we have the opportunity to say bye, and JB, we have the opportunity to to say bye, but not with Ahmed. Wow. Okay. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. That's trade deadline for you. Yep. Well, Andres, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. It was great catching up with you. We had a lot to get to with you. <laughs> See, if we don't talk to you for like a month, we got so many questions for you. So it was awesome catching up. <laughs> yeah, though. Yeah. Keep doing your thing. Keep crushing it in the second half. All right. Okay. I will. I will yes. try my best. Thank you. <laughs> we know gracias, you do. Cheers, Andres. We'll talk All to right. you soon. Gracias. <laughs> Andres Jimenez from the Cleveland Guardians joining us. You know, it's crazy. It's like you're up on the flight. I mean, if, if you're deep into your career like you, you're probably like, oh, he gone. Yeah, he gone. And you that hope that because if he's not on the flight, you're you're worried then that there's something going on. Like, you know, maybe there's death in the family or whatever, right? Like, right, and you're then texting you're worried. And you're, yeah. you're figuring it out. But he's exactly right. The day games, he just kind of alluded to it. You hop in the shower. You limpy are your cuerpo. You wash your body. And it's like the Wawa's leaving in 20 minutes. The bus is leaving in 20 minutes. That's and it. You got to have your bag out. They're throwing the bags on. And you go from bus through the Bobo security, you know, where it's like, okay, you're good. And you go through <laughs> and you get on the team flight. <laughs> like, it's like, it's quick. And you're in there. You're you're hammering your Chick-fil-A already yeah. on the flight. And you're like, wait a minute. Que es esto? Because he's a talker. Like, he's he's one of right. the louder dudes on the team. So, you know he's missing real quick. That's that's probably why he said it. He said he wasn't, like, counting, like, um, everybody, your, business, your, your partner is your partner 26 here. 26-man roster, yeah. 24, 25. Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. No, he probably was like, hey, where's the Musica, man? Ahmed, sounds like a radio. He's always talking. Yep. Hey, FT Live fam, if you're new to the party on the BetMGM Sports app, enter the promo code FOUL, F-O-U-L, for up to $1,000 back if your first bet loses. It's simple. Ready? Download the BetMGM Sports app on iOS or Android or visit BetMGM.com. Sign up and deposit into your newly created account. Place your first bet offer and receive up to $1,000 back in bonus bets if it loses. If the bet does lose, your bonus bets will be available once the wager is settled. Gotta use the bonus code, FOUL.